There are hot bodies and there's Billy Blanks' body. And we're, and we're rock hard objectifying him. But if we were to objectify Billy Blanks's body, this He'd is be what an we object would do. that I would go to the ER to have removed, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> there are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Choo choo. <laughs> we are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find Centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question Would you watch it again? I'm Jay and I'm joined by Dave Hello And Casey The train's gonna leave the station if you know what I'm saying <laughs> Every week one of us Reverse has to pick sex. a movie based on that month's theme What's this month's theme Dave? Because he's saying that before chugging directly from a bottle of wine. I didn't have room for a glass. I was carrying Mino. It's Mino and Vino. I don't have. I only had two hands. The Lord hasn't blessed me with like a prehensile penis. Uh, okay, listen. I wish I were Goro more often than I'm comfortable admitting. Oh, I want Medusa hair where I just like, hey, snake, hold on to this. Like, <laughs> all of my snakes would be holding stuff like I need a pen, a blue pen. Thank you. God. Is there a clean fork? I dropped mine. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we finished up WrestleMania month with Enter the Warrior's Gate, which yeah, was. Brother. Uh, uh, yeah, OK, whatever. I had fun listening to you guys be mad about it, if nothing else. Oh, I was like, ew, I, was about it. <laughs> I didn't. But it is a new month and a new theme, and it is the greatest time of year. The time really of is. love. It is Vandamuary, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. Yay! The time when we celebrate the works of that greatest of actors, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Here at Shitty Cinema, Van Damme is our favorite actor, and we dedicate a month every year. It's really our joy, so we're excited to bring to you some of our favorite movies. Van Damme is actually the French word for the daddy. <laughs> so I'm also going to have to uh, push back on some of our favorites. We ran out of those years ago. We're getting deep into the catalog now. Not true. What about Maximum Risk? We ah. discovered that so late in the game, and it was so fucking good. I had watched it. I had forgotten about it, though. But yeah, it Maximum so Risk good. has been fantastic. Dave, don't put Van Damme in a box. We're constantly rediscovering put them in my game. box <laughs> well i should have expected that you before really we get to casey's my celebrity cheat fucking stay in your lane all right casey before we spend too much time in your corner because we're going to be visiting that a lot this month we're going to need an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less here's your setup you're on a several hour train ride and what are you going to do but drink it could be a 20 minute train ride but sure <laughs> they've got a bar i gotta check it out It'd be bad manners. You notice that the person next to you went to the bathroom and left some kind of uh, some kind of container on the bar. You open it up Free and shots. there's vials of green things. You assume they have to be something you add to your shots. So It's absent. As you add the bioweapon into your booze and slam it down, you start to feel a little uneasy. In the 10 seconds before you get really, really sick, sell us on this movie. Fuck, it was tequila. <laughs> JCVD's dumpy dummy family ruin a sexy spy flick by showing up and cock-blocking daddy. Come for the COVID conspiracy, stay for the vaccine. Eight seconds. <laughs> I, I love that you... I 
I hate so much about what you just said. <laughs> I mean... In Derailed, our star JCVD is playing Jacques Christophe, a secretish agent for NATO. His boss is sending him to Slovakia where he has to meet up with a cat burglar called Galena. Galena's been selling his boss info for years, and in the opening scene, she stole something from a Slovakian base that Van Damme is told there are embarrassing state secrets. Does NATO have secret agents? I didn't think they were a secret agent I don't, type of thing. I don't think so. Yeah, that sounds more gangster underground shit. And also, like, what were the embarrassing secrets? Like, okay, well, did you know that Slovakia has a crush on Austria? Like, as <laughs> if. Austria is so out of your league. Okay. Anyway, Van Damme finds Galena just before the Slovakian military does. And instead of just letting JCVD shoot them with his gun that he's really good with, Galena <laughs> insists on using her emergency techno strobe light repel escape route. Complete with an angel pose on the way out. Because if it's worth doing, it's worth being a fancy bitch about. Then the pair steal a cab and escape to the train station. Apparently, the only safe route out of the country. Galena wants to start knocking back champagne the moment that they're clear of the border. As soon as she gets over there, she's like, boom, let's get boozed up, take this wig off. But things take a turn when Van Damme's wife and kids board the train at the next stop alongside a group of um, diehard cosplayers. Van Damme's wife catches him hanging out with the hot lady thief Galena, but before she can get the kids off the train and file for alimony, the cosplayers do a diehard and take over the whole train. McLean, I mean Van Damme, takes Galena <laughs> on the roof, running away while the bad guys shoot at him through the table. I mean, through the roof. <laughs> oh, wow. How'd you mix those up, Dave? Yeah, they're such different scenes in movies. <laughs> Seriously, the big baddie of this movie is doing a Gruber impression. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's He's bad. Like, mm, Potter. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, if he'd been legitimately doing an Alan Rickman and like mixing up the movies throughout it, it would have been Yeah. Great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that would have been beautiful. The two of them are pretty much immediately caught, though, and the government secrets Galena stole are revealed to actually be a new super strain of smallpox. Which immediately gets out and infects everyone on the train. Just micropox. The second that's introduced, blam, everybody's infected. Galito was actually working with the cosplayers and Van Damme's boss. But she double-crossed them to steal the smallpox on her own. Van Damme escapes to throw a bad guy into the engine, yell at his boss, and to hotwire the goddamn train. Yeah, he's just done with everyone at this point. Yes. His wife's mad at him. His boss is a dirty, rotten cheat. Smallpox <laughs> is blowing all around. His kids are now sick. Now he's got to take care of sick kids and a bitchy wife. And the Dude, one wait. friend that he does make gets fucking shot. The conductor. Yeah. I just love that he he punches a man in the engine bay, and I'm like, ooh, where's this going? Did not expect it to be throw him headfirst into the engine. I know. And, Hell yeah. And then immediately phones up his conductor friend, like, hey, how do I make the engine work? Well, for starters, don't throw people <laughs> in Fucking guy out of it. Get a crowbar exactly. and scrape Ivan out of there. Oh, man, I love that because that was my same thought process. Like, wait, wait, why would you throw a dude into the engine and then be like, how do I, what, what's wrong with the engine? Okay. What's going on? Now, so how do we make it go? Oh, like, God, it, my trunk is, is so broken? full of groceries. <laughs> I don't have room for the sugar. I'll just put it in my gas tank. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm on my way home. 
Why is my car making a weird noise? Is it something with the parking lot at the grocery store? Van Damme's doctor wife is helping all the sick hostages, but the lead baddie figures out she's the Holly Gennaro of the movie and takes her son to draw Van Damme out. Van Damme makes a deal to trade the virus for the son, but obviously the big baddie just double crosses him, and Jean Claude er, and Jean Claude Van Junior gets thrown from the train off screen. Meanwhile, oh, baby from the train. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Van Damme's bosses at NATO have decided that if the train doesn't stop before the next bridge, they're just going to blow the whole damn thing to hell, rather than risk the smallpox escaping. JCVD decouples the engine from the train, and as a bonus, the big baddie gets his foot trapped between the cars and split like a wishbone. Yeah, it, it <gasps> there was were creative. splits in this movie. There <laughs> were one pair of splits. Just yeah. not there was JCVD doing them. It, it was someone else attempting to replicate the JCVD splits. And this yeah, is that's what's accurate. Required. What would happen to my body? <laughs> the military blows the bridge and the engine, and Van Damme stops the train at the very last second. The WHO swoops in to cure everybody's super smallpox, and JCVD gets to punch his dick traitor boss with a disease fist. He takes off his mask before punching him. <laughs> I know. He specifically is, wants know. to expose him. Right. But also, <laughs> this is post-sudden death. He's still got that hockey blood in him. Take the mask <laughs> off. Fuck him up. I would have loved it if he would have pulled his shirt Pull over his, shirt his head. Over his head, yes. the body shot. <laughs> Just fuck you, Steve. Just of his, hav- his hazmat. Just... Wedgie him over his head and punch the shit over out of him. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. Mm-hmm. Fucking Van Damuary. Woo! Ooh, I've been waiting 11 months for this. And <laughs> so this, I, I've never seen this movie. I did not know what to no, expect. I was, I was really hoping for a maximum risk. I got closer to minimal effort, but... <laughs> Van Damme, he's looking good, man. He's looking good in this movie. I'm disappointed he never did the splits, though. Yeah. Doesn't he talk about it? Yeah, doesn't do the splits. Um, and Maybe he I, was hurt at the time of filming. I know he broke his hand at the end, but he was hurt otherwise? Yeah, doesn't do the splits, and while his action, I think, probably could have been okay, um, I, it really wasn't anything standout-ish he compared did. to anything he's done before or at since i was really disappointed i was gonna say it i don't feel like the action not being good was his fault i think no, it was all of not. the cutting and the way it was shot was oh. not good do you feel it like not it cut good. a lot case yeah. uh yeah you feel, feel a little cutty to you a little, a little yeah fast-paced, a it's, little frenetic. it's listening to the used it's yeah derailed Black actually parade. holds a record yeah do you want to hear something really interesting there's a software called Cinemetrics that can uh, analyze movies when people watch them, and they keep a database of all the movies that they analyze. And Derailed happens to just be the fastest cut feature film in the known universe. At 1.6 average, that's the average scene length, or um, average length of time in between cuts is 1.6 God, I read that on the IMDb trivia page just as the movie was starting that the average shot was 1.6 seconds. And I went, I thought to myself, wow. So does that mean like there's a couple scenes that are super quick cut 
or does that mean the whole movie's like that? And I proceeded to watch a dialogue conversation that in my head came with the sound effects. Whoosh, whoosh, ha, 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 whoosh, 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 whoosh. I got vertigo watching this fucking dialogue. Yeah. It was insufferable. I Yeah, I kind of wanted Dramamine at some points during this. And then it proceeded to happen for another hour and a half at my eyeballs. If you look at the cinematrics graph, it's just tons of tons of tiny cuts. There's only a few spikes. They look way anomalous, and they're all less than 20 seconds. So It is unbelievable <laughs> how badly edited this movie is. It's yeah. just... It's impossible to keep track of what's going on because it is just blasting your eyeballs with shit. Which is wild, too, because some of the scenes are almost good. Like, there's a, a time where Van Damme is escaping from the captors after they've taken over the train, the um, the diehard cosplayers. And he sneaks over, uh, knocks the guy into another train, closes the door, and then proceeds to kick and uh, toss him out. And it would have been a decent, like, if they would have just not cut it and used the angles that they had and let the film run, it would have been great. It was It was solid quick action that you expect from a spy movie but because it's just like chop 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 you're like what the fuck is going on oh yeah and it is a visual nightmare it's hugely to the movie's detriment because like we mentioned one of the big plot twists in the movie oh actually we didn't even mention it we (laughs) we dangled it out we 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 dangled out there that jean-claude van jr gets thrown from the train off screen oh yeah he's fine he's fine he has the smallpox and he's fine in the end of it. But the movie wants that to be a twist. The first time I watched this, I just genuinely thought I had missed him getting thrown off the train. So did I. Because so it's cutting I. so fast. I was, oh, I just must have like sneezed and I missed oh, that moment. Oh, no, I saw it. Oh. It was when the train blew up. They thought that he was on the back ha- half of the train when they got T-boned. And the train somehow did not derail. The front yeah. part of it, but the yeah. back half did. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, uh, according to Derailed, a train can just blast through another train in a full-on T-bone and just keep going down the tracks. I don't know I, if that works, but I hope it does. I, I They say it's at the tail end, and maybe generously it would work. It would just knock off a couple, but I don't know. I, I My understanding is that those fucking cars are... Tightly connected and once tightly you start connected, one, it's, a, it's a domino type thing, man. But it looked cool, sort of. It did look, yeah, again, like it looked very cool when they showed it coming up and then yes. cut, 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 cut. And I, <laughs> right. I thought I had missed it again. The framing shot again was really good. Them approaching. And they they shot it from a helicopter, so it was wide up. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it was, <sighs> yeah. And Casey, to your point, um, the whole reason that these trains are getting in an accident has nothing to do with this dude, or has nothing to do with the diehard cop. Terrorism. The conductor of the other trains. Wolves. Shit I and know. And not answering his radio. And dispatch knows it. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying. Lot of elkies on those r- tracks. God bless them, doing the Lord's work and America's work. There's one interesting thing about the fact that this cuts, 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 and it's the way that the audio plays with the visuals, because it 
is almost like Twin Peaks. It has this kind of creepy, weird vibe. Yeah. And there's, um, uh, especially when Van Damme is on, on screen because they use this really funky jazz with a lot of like slap bass. And, uh, almost a porno. Percussion. Yeah, almost a porno music. Um, and uh, that is a really weird just setting for like a spy film. Yeah, it, it was all of the audio in this movie was so goddamn weird. First of all, the dialogue yeah. was not quite synced up correctly from most of the movie. I don't know if you guys <laughs> experienced that, but... Oh, we did not. No. Okay. I, maybe that was just my computer thing then. But the sound effects as well. They made the dumbest possible choices. During one fight sequence in particular, there's this uh, this shout um, it's not quite Wilhelm scream levels of famous, but it's a sound effect that gets used a lot. And for some reason, they decided to use this in this fight sequence when Galena's fighting a generic bad guy and the other bad guy charges at Galena and knocks her down. But it's a, it's a scream that is normally used for like a zombie attacking or a monster transformation. It was an 11 when you needed a four. And it, <laughs> The fact that it's also a famous sound effect on top of that just shattered all immersion in the film. That, like, wait, no, I heard that on Buffy. What are you doing? Right. It's like, uh, is she going Super Saiyan? What is going on right now? Somebody got a toy and they wanted to play with it, Dave. Leave them alone. Okay, I have a question. I read on IMDb, so it must be true, that Clearly. this film was shot in 53 days. That checks Hear out. Hear me out. Okay. Chris Van Dam is in this movie. Was this, I assume, when his parents were divorced, maybe his dad had him over the summer and had to bring him to work. And he's like, guess what? Fire that fucking freckle kid you hired. We got to put my kid in here. My wife's going to kill me. I forgot it was my summer to have him. Do you think this is a, a movie made around a custody agreement? I guess is my question. <laughs> it feels like it. That's a hell of a flex, though, right? Like, oh, mom got me a jet ski. Life is great. Oh, well, dad put me in his fucking movie. Also made me kick some ass in it. Also, I got prosthetic wart pustules. Ah. Yeah. Woo. They creep me out. I'll, I, they're a little, some practical effects are creepy. That's how I feel like when I have like a really bad breakout. Like I feel that's how people see me, and I just wanted to pop that kid's face, and just in a loving way. Uh, yeah, I, another benefit of keeping the biohazard as a a potential threat rather than a ticking time bomb to cure. I don't have to see the super gross special effects you use to give everybody <laughs> fake smallpox. Right. Right. Because they either don't work or they work too well. And we kind of got both in this movie. Though I did enjoy the uh, Texan dude who turns out to be inoculated against smallpox because he's old enough, who's still just freaking out throughout the entire movie, refusing to help anyone. Great comedic side relief. Hey, there's fight, flight, and freeze. And he's freezing and you leave him alone. He comes through in the clutch when he needs to. Not really, No. He just apologizes after the fact for not coming through in the clutch. Well, his heart's in the right place, Dave. Wow, Dave, you're being real judgy right now. Yeah, you don't know what you do until you're in that situation, until you're in the shit, Dave. I mean, he immediately starts trying to fuck the violinist again. <laughs> Once everything's fine and the government takes over, yeah. She still has smallpox. 
She's out of bed in a WHO emergency tent. This is not a time to be hitting on people. Bob seems like the kind of guy that sees someone in a disadvantageous situation as a pro for him. <laughs> you like your pox you know what small? I mean? What about yeah, your cocks? Because right? you I, won't be disappointed. Actually, can I suggest just a slight orientation change to this movie? Sure. Because I think the actual protagonist of the whole movie that they didn't tell us about is Angus, the drunk the fake guy Australian? on the motorcycle. Yeah, the British, I think, because the Texan... <laughs> no. The Texan calls him a limey and he doesn't correct him, but he's definitely doing an Australian accent. Yeah, it was... Was that? Was that an Australian accent? It was a little Irish sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the character's name is Angus, so I don't fucking know is what yeah. I'm telling you. But I think he's our actual protagonist of the movie because he's getting on a train to nowhere, just trying to catch up to his girl that the only thing he knows about her is that she was on this train three weeks ago. And at the end of the movie, she's in the WHO tent helping cure everybody of smallpox because she works with, you know, Doctors Without Borders or some bullshit. And that is a much better plot line than the (laughs) one that they gave us. So I'm suggesting we change it up to, like, I don't know, disgusting rom-com, and we just point the camera at Angus instead. Hey, Dave, if you're going to hate on Bob, Bob has one of my favorite scenes in the movie. In the beginning, that have nothing to do with the film, by the way. In the beginning, he is drinking with Angus, and he keeps buying shots for them and drinks, and he's like, hey, listen, buddy, I'm going to cover your tab tonight. And I'm like, oh, wow, Bob, he had mentioned earlier he was an oil tycoon. Right, he must just be bawling. I, I thought those guys were normally cheap. And then he's like, right. yeah, the conductor said if I switch rooms, he'd pay for all my whole bar tab. And I was like, <laughs> oh, gangster, I love your style, Bob, because that's how I drink, too. Drinks on me, motherfuckers! <laughs> I did love... I did love that sequence as well because uh, Bob introduces himself to Angus by saying that he's in the oil business. And Angus says, oh, I am too. I work get oil on my hands when I work on my motorcycle, which is just yeah. the dumbest <laughs> possible reply. It yeah, it's so like saying, me too. I smoke a bunch of distillate. Yeah. <laughs> The dialogue in this movie is so terribly bad, and you can tell that some writer in a room was looking at it on the screen going, God, I'm so fucking yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. You're fucking killing it, when, Greg. When Van Damme catches up with Galena, she knocks him down and uh, demands to see his identification because I wouldn't trust you if your tongue came notarized. Oh, yeah, I remember that line. I well, like, and then oh, right the after that, he's like, you're sitting on it. And I was like, is this a porno? Because, yes, <laughs> I'm not skipping ahead like I usually would for dialogue. Just the worst possible dialogue. And not one yeah. train pun. I mean, come on. I know. You're doing know. Die Hard on a train. Give me train right. puns. Okay, can we talk about the Die Hard comparison thing? Here's a question. I feel like we have, but I guess let's keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess. So there's the the shooting up through the roof at Van Damme, right? Or, or through the table at Sean McClane. Yeah. But how do they know that's if they hit That's common, him? though. It's not just. They don't. Sure. And that's not just Die Hard. Bacano. Super sure. I mean. But it's just, it's not just that, oh, they were shooting at him through the table. It's that the general overall plot is the same. Yeah. And they 
engineer the setting to be largely the same, except now it's a train instead of a building. And they hit all, all the same plot beats. And then they have his wife on there. And then he finds out in the last act that it's his wife. It's the same goddamn movie. <laughs> it's it's called Die Hard on a Train by people, apparently. So, I mean, the actors, the bad guys seem like they're doing Die Hard cosplays in accents. It's really bad. <laughs> okay. Imagine, though, that you shoot through the roof of the train and you hit and you kill the person you're shooting at. Yeah. Right. But they're all on guard and they don't ever like relax. So so they shoot them. And then what? They just spend the next like four hours walking around, pointing their guns at the ceiling as though he's going to come back. I mean, the train's moving at high speed. I imagine if you hit him, you're going to see him go flying off the sides through the window. Right. <laughs> You just trust in yourself in the universe that he's dead and you move on and you start threatening hostages and shit. I like that you trust in yourself and the universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got him. Okay, can I tell you my favorite train related thing that happened in this movie? Yeah. Carabinering a fucking helicopter to a train (laughs) so it runs into a a cliff face as the train goes through a tunnel. Yeah. It's perfect it's gorgeous i don't know if it's real or if that could work i know helicopters are like very delicate they're like wasps but um i loved it but i i did not love when van damme is laying on the top of the train going through the tunnel after the helicopter crash and there's terrible cgi fire all around him and it looks (laughs) like something from a slot machine and oh just don't yeah, it's just, just after our big baddie, uh, Cole Gruber, has gotten the smallpox, <laughs> and he's trying to escape by via helicopter. Uh, mm, and smallpox. this is at the point when Van Damme has just stopped giving a fuck and started throwing people into engines. So rather than <laughs> let the big baddie escape, he just bolts the helicopter to the train so it smashes into a mountain. It's a, it, uh, it's a good shot. It's a, I wish, again, wish you'd cut less. Because yeah, I love yeah. the premise, right. but it looked pretty okay. fucking cool. I'm just thinking about the conductor and him telling Van Damme, like, hey, man the train, man the engine. And he meant, like, take over the engine, but maybe Van Damme took that as, like, <laughs> put man men in the in engine. The engine. <laughs> man, like, beer me, like, man the engine. Uh, like, oh, I so get it. It's native tongue, right? So maybe that's lost yeah. in translation. God, okay. I would love a secret agent movie starring JCVD where he plays it like a Derek Zoolander character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I have no idea if the helicopter would actually work, but I love that. It was very James Bondy to me where Bond would somehow affix the helicopter to it and it make it explode. Like I saw it coming from a mile away. I thought it was executed decently well, aside from the, the cuts. I really love that kind of scene. Yes. Hook, you. that's what helicopters are there for in trains. When we have a train and a heist and a helicopter, helicopters getting smashed into a mountain one way or the other. So let's have fun with it. Dave, Jake. you had strong opinions on the military's plan to stop this train. I did. I'm very confused by it because at one point we, we see the military in – uh, a planning room and they say that they're going to drop a bunch of like super thermal bombs on the train to just burn oh, up yeah. all the smallpox and that's vicious but like yeah okay mm-hmm. it sounds like it'll work 
But then at the end of the movie, when the the engine uh, with the bad guys left wishbone part approaches the bridge, they just shoot rockets at the bridge and are otherwise just going to let the train crash over the edge of it. And I don't understand how that keeps the smallpox from getting out. (laughs) Yeah, now it's like in the water. The animals are getting it. Like there's been squirrels in Colorado with bubonic plague and we got to avoid them. Well, the, the bridge is over a huge gorge, right? So they're knocking out this stone bridge, just starting by blowing up that bridge, which is seems like critical infrastructure and probably something that would take a long time to repair. So, you know, um, that's a mood. Uh, and they, they come with fucking several tanks, a couple of Apache helicopters, like lots of firepower. <laughs> right? Like if the goal is just to burn up the smallpox either before or after the bridge seems like a better idea. Right. Like, this isn't some back-to-the-future point-of-no-return bullshit. <laughs> well, maybe it's for the cover-up later, like, the bridge was out, the train fell off. Oh. If a bunch of accelerant is found, then people are going to know it was an inside job. Does NATO have that kind of political pull? Does NATO have access to Apaches? Let's start there. I will say, I was loving watching the train get hit and blow up and dangle from the bridge because that toy train model was a <laughs> goddamn yeah. life. It breathed life into me. It, it made me think of Godzilla. Model. <laughs> it was very Godzilla. I Yes. I had hard Godzilla vibes with it. I, I love it. a I miniature. It. Yeah, me too. Me too. We haven't really talked about Galena the super spy, super hottie. Uh, the beginning of this movie, we're introduced to her being like, oh my God, my car is so smoky and broken down. Can you help me? Oops, snapped your fucking neck or tased him. I don't remember what she did. But the intro to the this classic, movie gave me classic. really high help, gave me really high hopes because it was nice. It told a story of her breaking into this mansion, outsmarting all the guards or beating them up or whatever. In stealing super secret government secrets With without awesome spilling toys. coffee all over a lot. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. There was like a glass cutter, a little uh, grappling hook, a laser. Be- like she had all sorts of shit. So I was like, okay. So this is gonna be like one part the Saint, one part a Van Damme movie, one part Under Siege Two, the Resurging, and it just kind of fell flat a little. We stopped doing cool stuff after those first few scenes. Oh, God. I I really liked the character of Galena as she was introduced at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. She's a super stereotypical femme fatale cat burglar type, but, like, hey, it's fun. I can run yeah. with that. And I thought for a minute after the diehard cosplayers took over that, like, okay, you're doing diehard on a train, but that's going to be the twist, that this time it's a duo in the Cat Burglar and Van Damme. Right, and That's a good right. twist to have in there. And then they threw Galena in with the hostages at the back of the train, and she does nothing to influence the plot again. That's it. She's done with the movie no. from there on out until she breaks out of NATO jail at the end to steal more shit in the post credit scene. It's before the credits, but it's a post credit scene. <laughs> and it made me hate her because like you didn't you just abandoned the character halfway through the movie to do absolutely nothing after that and frankly after the first act she really just is there to stir up shit with Van Damme's wife and be a sex toy and then run away 
Yeah, that feels really accurate. They take her purpose away as an actual, like, ass-kicking action star and turn her into this just to create tension with Van Damme and his wife to have that drama going I'm on. messy. Right. I'm right. so messy. It's tension with Van Damme and his wife, and then when the cosplayers get on, it's tension with her and the other female bad guy villain that right. ends up getting and, killed by Cole. And tension in, in, with her and Cole and her sleeping with Cole. Yeah, and then they run out of that, and they're just like, "Ah, eh, fuck it, throw her in the back of the train and forget about the character." Right. Yeah, frustrating because I enjoyed the whole like Catwoman thing she had going at the beginning of it, including her being super dramatic and firing strobe lights while she repels into the ceiling in an angel pose. I like love give me more that. of that, man. That was great. Right, right. It was or very the cheap. crazy wig. I wish they would have had her keep the wig on longer, the blonde wig with the ridiculous uh what you may call it oh yeah yeah give me a whole quick change sequence of her on the yeah train let's going see her as a redhead yeah, yeah yeah i want an old lady God. one like mrs neville that would have been great if they would have had her use like her disguise skills and infiltrate part of that man that would have really upped this fucking movie now i'm really sad give me i didn't a get that shot yeah um also would have been helpful because there are like four separate female major characters in this movie that are all wearing the like you remember Roz from Frasier? Yes. They yes. all have that haircut and hair color and I got the I started losing track of like wait was that the <laughs> wife or Galena or the female bad guy? I don't know. What they did I say? I was like why don't we bring that haircut back? <laughs> she did Love say it. that. We could afford one wig, and it was the blonde <laughs> one, Dave. Half the men might have had that haircut. Watch oh. your tone. It's true. This does feel pretty self-funded. All right. I can't just keep replaying Van Damme skirt-skirting off of a fucking train on a motorbike in my head over and over. I need to wrap it up. Jay, from 2002, derailed. Starring our Lord and Savior, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Would you watch it again? Derailed's interesting. On paper, it's really everything that I love. I love trains. I love heists. I love spies. And all of that is centered around it. The cut in frenetic action is wild. But I think what's really kind of interesting about it is that it plays into this weird Twin Peaksy thing. And then there's stuff in the background. And I found myself terribly engaged watching the movie not because it was engaging in that but i was asking a lot of questions about what was going on and the choices that were made and the vibe of the movie is weird it made me feel odd and i kind of liked it i really kind of did and so i might be tempted to say no because it is a trash train wreck of a movie that has too many cuts and kind of isn't good but it is in its weirdness, a little bit avant-garde in a way that I enjoy. And so, yeah, I'm actually going to watch Derailed again. Mm. But Dave, what about you? 2002's Derailed, would you watch it again? I, You know, on paper, again, this is a movie that uh, definitely shoots right at my target, man. Uh, <laughs> you want to make a diehard on a train? Absolutely. That's the type yeah, of bullshit right. I am here for. Uh, starring JCVD, sure, I'm pretty much on board automatically at that point. Um, and I've said many times before that I really only need one 
good shot or scene in a movie, especially an action movie, to make me want to come back to it again. And the tying a helicopter to a train is a really <laughs> awesome shot and sequence. The problem is that in a movie with a 1.53 second average shot length, whatever you pictured in your head when we described that scene to you is better than what you're going to see in this movie. So as much as I like the idea of this movie, the the technical failures of it fucking hurt to watch. And there wasn't anything that stood out to me enough, including JCVD never doing the splits. So no, yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch Derailed oh! again. Down to you to cast the deciding vote. Derailed starring JCVD. Would you watch it again? Perspective is everything. And... My gut instinct is to say, no, I would not watch this again. <laughs> I get it. But I get it. hold on. Here's where I'm at with it. While I wouldn't actively seek this out to watch again, this is a great movie to have on in the background when people are drinking because you can look over for the explodey bits. It's cut, cut, cut. It is cut like one of those like super over dramatic Bollywood soap operas where a girl like drops her phone in 18 takes and like you get a reaction shot from everyone but for an hour Um, and a half but between the Cirque du Escape the bike tricks oh yeah yeah the woman intentionally trying to ruin JCVD's marriage respect (laughs) yeah oh yeah, I think I would. I don't love it. There are absolutely way better Van Damme movies out there, but it's got enough fun things to look over or to look up while I'm crocheting that, yeah, I I could see myself watching it again, but I don't love it. But that's the verdict. Two out of three of us would watch Derailed again. One of us wouldn't, and, and honestly, for once, Dave, no judgment. I was really on the fence about that. Um... But you have a chance to maybe set us on a three out of three, I hope. Next week for Van Damuary, what are you going to grease up and bring? Next week, we're going to get Jean-Claude Van Damme as an assassin, partnered up with Scott Adkins, who's also an assassin, in Assassination Games. Well, we'll just have to wait till next week to get into this family affair. Follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook, sh.ttycinema. Spend some cash on that ass. Patreon slash Shitty Cinema or PeepShittyCinema.com. Check in the show notes for those links. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, ditch our wife, Get on the train with a beautiful stranger. Danger. Huh?